Total Sports Enterprises, the only place you can get the best black and gold items. I know it's after Christmas as you're listening to this, but you probably have gift cards. You probably have things you want to sell off and return and use that money to go to Total Sports Enterprises. Where every day is game day, and you can get all of your black and gold needs because we still have sealer and pens must-haves. So let's start the Jagoff podcast from... Well, we're driving around doing last-minute Christmas shopping, and uh, but we have all these recordings of people who are almost home for Christmas. According to the Oxford Dictionary, the word jagoff is defined as a noun, which means a stupid, irritating, or... Here's how Pittsburghers define a word jagoff, when someone cuts you off on a parkway. Jagoff! Or someone scares the... Get Jagoff! Or it's a term of endearment. How you been, Jagoff? Hey, everybody's Jim Crin. Hey, it's Bonnie Diver. This is Gamwell Bill. This is Mark Mad. Hi, this is Rocky Blair. I'm Jackie Kane. And this is the Jagoff Podcast. So this is the Jagoff Podcast. And uh, again, we're we're driving around doing last minute deliveries. If you're listening to the Jagoff Podcast for the first time, make sure you go to iTunes and subscribe to it. And then leave a comment because that's how we move up in the ratings. But this is a podcast all about all the cool things going on in Pittsburgh, except for this week, right? Right. Because we're talking to all the cool people who have some affiliation with Pittsburgh and either lived here or can't wait to get back here or just love what the city's become. Yeah. So the audio is a little crazy because we are driving around uh, recording this as we go around. We And then we talked to a couple of comedians, Andy Picaro and Joe Bartnick, yep. who, are home from, who were home from California. And we kind of had a little... Craziness that yeah, it's Steeler tailgate. tailgated with them, so that's always <laughs> that's always fun. Add a little alcohol to the mix, and you don't even know what'll happen. Yeah, yeah. So I have to point out, though, you know, thanks to our holiday guide, um, you're wearing the Tony Landolina off mode I am. shirt. And one guy commented about it yeah. as we went to the Robinson Mall. Yeah. So it's like an all California thing. We have John Tabis and Billy Harvanic who have their own podcast about uh, business. And entrepreneur is in practical education about business. Yep, but that's a cool story. Again, they're both in California and both from Rural Ridge, actually part of mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. Yeah, and I'm anxious to hear some of the stories that they have to tell about what Pittsburgh was and their memory of what Pittsburgh from having lived here. And a special thank you to Dan Malarkey, who is our karaoke Christmas carol specialist, just for this episode. Silent night, holy night. John's not bright, but Rachel is his light. She's no virgin, she's had child. John acts like an infant so tender and our first guest in the Almost Home from Christmas episode here, and uh, we, we got these guys while they're in town to see the Steeler game and did a show. We have uh, Joe Bartnick uh, from the South Hills area, originally, yes. right? Yes. And Andy Picaro, also from kind of Mount Lebanon area. That's right, born in Upper St. Clair. Boom, there you go. Oh, see, so both comedians, both living in L.A., and both wishing to be home for Christmas, I would think, right? Or not. Look at Joe's face. (laughs) No, I just like coming back all the time. I love it here. And Christmas is just the most bullshit time because everyone's doing stuff. Uh, So, you know, I'll come back anytime, though. So what do you normally come back for? Is it visiting family or do you ever get nostalgic? 
I always, I, I do like three shows a year here, and then sometimes I'll come back with like another comedian, like Bill Burr or somebody, or in the old days, Lisa Limpinelli, and do a bunch of shows. But I, I always come back. I, I'm always, I'm, I spend a third of my life in LA, a third of my life in New York, and a third of my life in the ether. Which is like okay. sometimes Pittsburgh, sometimes Chicago, wherever, okay. wherever the, where the shows are. Okay. So, but I, I try to take off the beginning of it, around May and June. You just be on the East Coast and just do like New York sets, or be able to come to Pittsburgh all the time because that's playoff season. Right. And, oh. and, and, I, and I, I went to two parades in a row. Oh, so, right. Uh, You're talking yeah. Penguin, right? yeah, talking Penguin. Yeah, talking Penguin. Of yes, course. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah, Joe. Listen to, listen to Puck off, everybody. I love Joe has. Yes. So this is yeah. We didn't even kind of really introduce. I was going to say. Terrible job. I mean, they're coming home for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. We don't know why. <laughs> Christmas. Yeah. I'm coming and... home for a Steeler game. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Joe has the Puck off podcast uh, out in L.A. and. Uh, and also, recently just came off of performing with Bill Burr at Madison Square Garden. How was that? What? It was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Do you get any kind of stage fright? I mean, when you look at, obviously you're a performer, so you get up there, it is what it is. But if you're at Madison Square Garden, is it a little different? Well, I, I think the whole thing is is you want to you wanna kill. Yeah. And, you, and, you, and you just have to go in thinking, I am going to kill. And then, because because you will accept nothing less, uh, and then you yeah. just do it. Yeah. <laughs> like like I would never. I did not want to go to my grave thinking that I did not do the best I ever could do at Madison Garden. Because I remember because on the ice and I touched the ice and I'm like, let me you play on this ice. Oh, <laughs> like, sure. like, like you always bring the best to the garden. Yeah. Like, Jordan brought the best to the garden. Right. Let me like Gret like like let like, me uh, Ali Frazier WrestleMania one. Like right. The song remains the same. Right. Like, that's the freaking garden. Right. Like before the show, you saw Sinatra in the round. So oh like my I do. Like I'm gonna go up and I'm. And I, I, I hate. I hate to killed it. I, 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 it was The Chris Rocks and I killed. Like I killed it. It's like the best. I, it's like when they. It's like when It's like when Letterman asked Joe Namath. You can see talking about Super Bowl three. Like no, it was the greatest day of my life. It's like that. I killed the garden. I'll never get sick of talking about it. Right. I'm sorry. No, I'm glad. It's crazy to think that we're gonna go to Andy Picaro for the voice of reason right yeah. now. <laughs> There's no reason here. No, uh, interesting saying Joe say that because like I have to go up saying I could bomb right now. Like, that's the thing I have to think about before I go up, sure. or else I'm nervous. Sure. I have to have that thought of if you don't do well, like you have to try. Right. I, I, so I have to go up thinking this could go terrible. Yeah, I can't yeah. go up thinking I'm going to kill. It's a different. I guess it's a self defeating mentality. I have a little bit, but no, I love coming back. I, I'm the same as Joe though. The spring is the best because the Penguins okay. are the, the games matter. Yeah, right. the, it's you know so. And also the beginning of the hockey season. I like to come in October if yeah, I can oh, to come yeah, see definitely. the first puck yeah. drop. But I, 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 I just love being here. I just like I like walking around. I don't even have to do comedy here. I just like walking around downtown really? and looking yeah. around. I just love the city. Why what? though? I mean, what is it about Pittsburgh well, you know what that it keeps is, you? Is that I was born here, but I grew up in Jersey. So I grew up just wanting to be here. <laughs> so I, I grew up just identifying with the city and the. You know, I was never like a Jersey kid. I always would kind of identify with Pittsburgh, and it's always been the place. I, it, people look like me here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like this is where I fit in. Okay, yeah. so describe. It's a podcast. So what does that look like? What look around Pittsburgh. Look like? it, it looks like I don't think care about health. 20 overweight. <laughs> 20? <laughs> I wish. I'll get there someday. I'm not a Yinzer, but I love Pittsburgh. I have to say I'm, that. I'm not a Yinzer either, but I love Yinzers because of my uncles. I, I, I think of their voices. When, yeah. when I come back I to could. Pittsburgh, you know, it's, I hear people talk, and it's like nostalgic. My dad from Newcastle, born and raised, 
if I ever said Yin's growing up in a joking way, he gave me a look like, don't you ever. Is it was right? like a swear yeah. word. Because he thought it made, that's the only part of it that I like really caught on with. Don't ever say Yin's. So I, I do say, yeah, I, I say clicker and sweeper. I have all I those. I say clicker too. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so true. Right no. My mom says red up still. No, that's yeah. uh, Buggy or shopping cart? Oh, well, Buggy, well, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever, whatever my wife calls it. Shopping <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. There so, you go. Uh, Smart answer. Uh, so you guys are both in L.A. right now, and uh, Andy, you're you're running around down there doing scripts and things like that. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm, I'm yeah. the generic like awful scripts, story. Like scripts, not prescription. <laughs> you know, right? I would. Make that clear. I'd like to do both. Um, no, yeah, no. It's, it's for Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm learning quickly. I don't, I don't have a face for entertainment, so I got to do everything that's reading or writing. That's, You're that's dead basically number two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can I can lay down and play dead on screen. That's about all they want me for. Right. That's so funny. Oh. What has changed the most since you guys aren't in Pittsburgh often? What oh, are you noticing? I, I, I think the whole thing is I think what makes Pittsburgh so great right now is that they've so upgraded in the last 20 years. Do you really I, notice that, or is that? Yeah, I, I completely, I completely yeah. notice it, and it's all the same cool people here, but everything. All the depression and all the like, like nothing going on. Yeah, it's been changed. My influx is so much crazy, positive, artistic, good vibe, great music, great food, great people, energy. Yeah, it's, it, it's awesome. It is. And I love coming back. I, I you know, I'm a, you know, so that's I. I, I yeah. I, I so let me so follow up on Rachel's question. What about the comedy scene here? I know you guys are both in L.A., but when you come back and you see what the comedy scene is now, when you guys left. What, what's how do you compare well, it now? When I live Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. There was no comedy scene. Okay. Like, if you want to go to a comedy show, I'm gonna go to a comedy show. But you, some kind of queer. Like, come on, there's, there's comedy at the gas station. Like, you know, there's like Dennis Miller and Jimmy Crenn, and that was it. Like, I, and now know, there's Colin and, Chamberlain. And, 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 that's true. That's why I moved to San Francisco to do comedy. And now, dude, and now due to like Rand, Randy Bauman, Jim Crenn, the DV Morning Show, and, and, and great guys, and, and like him, your son. There's a there's a thriving comedy community in town. Awesome. Yeah, and, and a few other guys. I was I say, it's hard credit. for me to judge because I was here for four years, so it's oh, like it's okay. like judging an ex-girlfriend. Yeah, sure. I don't even yeah. know. I, I, I can't tell. Like I love him, you know, what I, you know what I mean, but right. I don't know. It looks like his girlfriends are in the Pittsburgh comedy scene. That's true. <laughs> that right? is that, that, that is that is actually that rings true. No, but yeah, no, it, it's been great, and he was right. I mean, it all starts at DVE. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if they really are the hub of it, they're yeah. the best. They're the best if you're an A-lister. They're the best if you're just starting in Pittsburgh. Yeah. No matter what, like I think they're the driving force for comedy here. So I mean, that's the big thing. And I, for me, it's just I got too many friends in the scene to, to judge it uh, <laughs> like any objectively. You know what I mean? But yeah. I, I, you know, I love it here all around. I, everything's great here. And and the, going back to the safety, I used to come back here as a kid because I lived in Jersey. And my dad, we used to run to the car, like when, when we would park on we would park on Liberty. And we would come to go to Three Rivers. And I remember it was just all pimps and hookers. Yeah, right. It was rough. Right. And now there's I love like, that you lowered your voice just in case. Yeah, well, just in case, the right? The and whores were walking no, but, around. Well, well, also, I kind of enjoyed it. But oh, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed but also looking now, at his phone as wait, he was wait, doing wait, it. Wait, now wait. there's four-star restaurants. Yeah, where there right, used to right. be there's, there's amazing well, you, restaurants. Well, it's like Liberty Avenue. It used to be when I was a kid. My, 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 my mom would be like, shut your eyes. <laughs> that was the cultural district. Yeah. Yeah. The cell side's the same. Right. I mean, Well, except now that like the puke has like kale and hummus in it. <laughs> it does. It does. That's a true story. I, st- I feel like an old man in the in the south side at 30. At right. 32, I guess. I'm sorry. But it's it's. I feel like... You're, yeah, like, you're 32. I'm 32. <laughs> so, I know. I look 47. But when I, when I go down there, I can't believe like... 
When you used to go down down the south side, I think the big difference is it used to be all everyone was in sweatpants. Now it's fashionable. Yeah, right. Now it's right, like exactly. Pittsburgh is like a place people look like they look in Austin or Portland or, or L.A. They, there's like the young the young people are taking over Pittsburgh, which is a good thing I think for everybody. There was nothing to do when I was a kid. <laughs> I know, right? That's amazing. There's a million bands, there's a million great restaurants. There's everything to do here. And it's still a great place to live. But it's, when it's, you poke fun at Pittsburgh, Andy, uh, Joe, what? When you're poking fun about Pittsburgh, what are you? What are you poking fun at at this point? Um, I poke fun at the fact. It's what I love about it. I just said it. That the how much good, terrible for you food there is <laughs> is, is my favorite True thing. Story. I mean, the city is I, famous for a sandwich that's like barely edible, right. and, 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 and it's amazing. I, I love. <laughs> I, I, I love I, all. Of it. I make fun of the fact that people actually go to a gas station to eat dinner. <laughs> <laughs> we sort of did. I mean, yeah, today. Geez, we, I, I mean, we went to get go. go to Eaton Park. I'm like, Dad, like I'm going to be having dinner with you in a nursing home soon enough. <laughs> Let's go somewhere else. That is Rachel's go to go to restaurant for God's sake. Eaton I cook Park. five days a week, and we have pasta Sunday on Sunday, obviously. So one day a week we go somewhere, and it's usually Eaton Park because I have three kids and I can't afford to go. <laughs> no, the buffet's great. Well, for kids, the, 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 you yeah. could like do bar. Yeah, it, no, but they're not like normal kids. Wood for kids. Yeah, true, true, but no, they eat way too much. I should just be going somewhere else for better food. All right, so it's uh, it's almost home for the holidays. What are you guys doing for the holidays? Uh, do you say Christmas and do you say holidays and what's what's going on with that, Andy? I love Christmas, so I say Christmas for sure. I I, I just love the campiness of it, the lights, everything about it. And my Me mom too. lives in Tampa now. Oh. She's from Newcastle, so I go to Tampa for Christmas. So it's not very Christmassy. <laughs> at so all. I got to kind of sneak it in on, on trips like this. I look at the tree okay. at the point and stuff like that. So yeah. I I enjoy being here. But yeah, I'll be in Tampa. We'll eat in the churro oh, for Christmas. Nice. So. What's your yeah. custom? You know what? Honestly, it's just always been. Um, you know, just getting together. I don't even know if we have just a getting custom. Together. Just getting together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and it's, it's just my mom, me, and my brother. So it's you know, awesome. it's easy to get together. We did it in L.A. That's last awesome. year, and it, you know, yeah. Tampa and L.A. aren't very Christmassy. So right. I got to get it Understood. in while I'm traveling. Yeah. Right, sure. And how about you, Joe? Oh, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, yes, Kwanzaa. What do you say? Merry Christmas to everybody <laughs> in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Everybody so you're a Merry Christmas guy. What will you be doing for Christmas? Uh, Christmas? Yeah. Uh, waking up. Uh, I haven't uh, given some gifts to my daughter and my wife, and then I uh, having some cocktails and relaxing. Yeah, love it. Uh, yeah. I, I, oh, you relax too? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? I just I do I don't come east anymore because you know what? It's too much of a rat race. Yeah. And, and everyone believes in Santa Claus, and uh, you know it's just like you know what? It's just. Um, wait, wait. This is might I, be breaking I, news. I, 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 I gave my daughter the Christmas with all the cousins and the grandma and everything, and it's like that's enough. Yeah. How old is she? How old is your daughter? She's fourteen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's understandable. I have three kids. I have a fifteen, eleven, and nine. And I have one believer left. I love it. At nine. Wow, you're whole. Oh. <laughs> that was your second one to say it. <laughs> but who's counting? Who's counting? <laughs> Well, Andy, what, you're supposed to be the voice of reason that, here. That's what you're, that's Look, what you're paid the producer. Yeah! <laughs> that's the whole reason. You can hit record. Revisions because Barney might say something stupid. That's why you can give that guy 50 bucks. I promise. I'll buy you a hot dog, John. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, anyway. Oh, are we, we're done. Let's go. That's so funny. Let's go. Let's go, Steelers. Let's go, man. Let's what? go, Steelers. There you what go. We, all right. What are we, what are we doing? 
We're saying let's go Steelers. Oh, let's go Steelers. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, so let's wrap up. Andy, where does everybody find Follow you on social media and all that? Well, wait, we have a question of the day first. You just asked. What do you do for Christmas? Oh, that was it? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'm A-N-D-Y-P-I-C-A-R-R-O on everything. Instagram, Twitter, my website. Everything is amazing that you have. I'm lucky I'm the only Andy Picaro that's in there. That's out there. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Joe Bartnick, the Puck Off Podcast. Yes. Yeah. Puck Off Podcast. If you love hockey, which I know you do with this thing, uh, we do the Puck Off Podcast, and it's awesome. And, uh, no, I didn't say, yeah, it's cool. And then, uh, Joe, at Joe Bartnick on Twitter, Joe Bartnick Facebook, Mr. Joe Bartnick on Instagram, because I joined like a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> so you put the Mr. in front. I hate, yeah, because there's already like a, some plumber named Joe Bartnick. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And don't forget, they should follow you on Facebook for your hockey updates. The, the oh, morning yeah, skate. Yeah, yeah, on Facebook, Twitter, uh, the, 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 the morning skate is everywhere. Yeah. The puck on yep. morning skate. It, 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 seriously, uh, we, we talk hockey and, uh, we got great guests and it's fun. So check out Puck Off. And I also I, got I, Andy. I, 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 I'm going to thank John. And I'm sorry. Oh, I'm really impressionable. Great to run about. Nice to meet you. I'm going to go to because it, yeah. it was super cool. Wait, uh, and Andy, you have a, a hockey podcast. I too do with, with your son, with Colin Chamberlain, oh, and yeah, Unhealthy Scratch. We're kind of, you know. Unhealthy Scratch. We always say if you're going to listen to one hockey podcast, listen to Puck Off. If you listen to two, go ahead and subscribe to Unhealthy Scratch. All right? Yeah, go ahead. That's perfect. I love it. He's on. Off so much. I know it's true. I'm, a, I'm right? part of the Puck Off family, so yeah, I got to admit that. Is that because there's free coffee at the studio, or what happened? There's free everything. That's a yeah. great studio over there. Are we in Eaglewood? Come on. Is it going to be this Italian kid? Come out. We're not going to take care of you. <laughs> there you go. There you go. The Andy Vaccaro, Thank comedian. You so much, Joe Bartnick, comedian. Thank you Thanks, so much, guys. man. Thanks for having us. You guys are awesome. Great as always. Yeah, all right. Cool. The best, the best, the best of you. Oh, wait, give us a year. Merry Christmas, you jag off. Merry Christmas, you jag-off! Merry Christmas, you jag-off! That's roasting on an open fire. Rachel nibbling at Willie's nose. Yuletide carols being sung by a choir. And jag-offs dressed up like Eskimos. Everybody knows. Woolies and Pennsylvania macaroni will help to make the season bright. Although it's been said many times, many ways, Merry Christmas, you jag off. Merry Christmas, you jag off. So we're back on the podcast with the Almost Home episode. And uh, so the first part you heard was when we were goofing around at a Steelers tailgate mm-hmm. with, uh, with Joe Bartnick and Andy Picaro. Mm-hmm. And now it's... But everybody's from California at this point, right? Well, they're not, well, they're not from California. That's what makes it the Pittsburgh episode. They're living currently based, yeah. currently based. But I think it's more about these are all people who John knows and Rachel doesn't know anything about any of these people on. So you're going to be under a hot light and you have to tell me all kinds of things from like where you were from in Pittsburgh to the name of your podcast and what your premise is and all everything in between. <laughs> so, uh, so a quick introduction. John Tabus is the CEO and founder, right, of Books.com, which is an online flower and uh, uh, organization. And Billy is a uh, cousin-in-law and uh, producer, production person out in California, and uh, was helpful in helping the the Jagoff blog and podcast get featured on the with the Wahlburgers when they came to Pittsburgh. So. 
So, Billy, Billy, we're returning the favor by putting you guys on the Jagoff podcast because you know the reason <laughs> well, we are similar to what the Wahlburgers show is. <laughs> it's the same level as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so, well, thanks. So, welcome to the Jagoff podcast. Uh, Billy, let's talk about you and, in, in, in general, your background and how you got out to California. Free- I'll let, I'll let, you mind if I let John go first? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Um, okay. Hey everybody! <laughs> um, hey, th- thank you, Bill. You're such a yeah. nice guy. Um, I, yeah, I'm, so I'm born and raised in Pittsburgh, right down the street from from Bill in our in our beloved Roll Ridge, Pennsylvania, town of a total of 350 people, and I was related to 10 percent of them. That's not an exaggeration. <laughs> it's like um, an island, right? Yeah, so pretty much, pretty much a, a, a coal town island. And, uh, you know, my journey was, uh, left Pittsburgh to go to Notre Dame for school, had sort of, uh, a, a short stint in Chicago for five years, um, and, uh, doing sort of brand and strategy stuff and kind of got the, the itch to do something more creative and went, moved out to LA for those reasons. Wanted to sort of take the business world and combine it with some storytelling and ended up out there at business school, did a stint at Disney, doing exactly sort of that combination of business and storytelling. And then uh, about six years ago, I decided to start Books.com. And by the way, for those that are buying flowers, it's B-O-U-Q-S.com, like bouquet but shortened. Um, and I've been there now for 15 years, but um, but always from the Berg at heart, of course. And I have to ask, do you often run into people who are either from Pittsburgh or have some kind of tie to Pittsburgh? All the time. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what we hear. All the time. L.A. is great in the sense that, Everyone is from somewhere else, not everyone, but a lot of people come from around the world, and then communities form within. So I had a whole crew of people that I knew, friends of friends from Pittsburgh, that we went to Steelers bars. We had a touring every weekend. We'd go to a different Steelers bar around L.A. for years. That was before I had a company and, and three kids, but um, <laughs> so it's less often now. But, we, you know, you, you'll find people in the airport. You'll find people on the street. You know, you see the – Pirates hat or the Steelers jersey, and you're just like, "Hey, where are you from?" And you, right. about 75 percent of the time, you get a real conversation around Pittsburgh, and 25 percent of the time, you get the, "Oh, I grew up in the 70s, and I'm just a huge fan," which is just as cool anyway. <laughs> it is that's a true story. <laughs> I'll just say, it's like, you make instant friends out there. You just see someone wearing bird stuff, and it's like you're instantly, instantly homies, you know. And so, Bill, how did you guys connect up about the podcast here? First of all, the name of the podcast is. Give them the biz, G-I-V-E-M, the biz, T-H-E-B-I-Z. Which is totally cool because I'm a fan because, as we all know, you know, it's stereotypical to make fun of professors in college, you know, that what do they know? They just teach it. But you guys are, you, John, you're, you're with your hands dirty, an entrepreneur, and out there now teaching people how to be entrepreneurial. And I love the podcast. It's so genuine. Well, well thank you. It. Yeah, thanks for listening. Um, you know, and uh, like John always says, it's like the heart side of, of business, like the, the human side of business is what we always say. And uh, we like to have fun, and we give each other the business every week on the show, which is kind of how that all came up. But, uh, yeah, quickly, my, my journey was uh, quite different than John's. I did go to a, a, a Catholic university called Gannon. Uh, we joined a football conference because that's what you're supposed to do. Uh, How dare and, uh, you? How dare you? <laughs> and uh, I went out to L.A. originally to do stunts and acting, and I, I did that for a while. Had a pretty successful run as a stuntman. 
And uh, at one point, I just kind of decided that it wasn't going to be a long-term solution uh, for my body, mostly. And I uh, got into uh, the behind-the-camera stuff and worked my way. I was 30 years old. I started all over again at the bottom as an office PA and worked myself back into the field. And now I'm a field producer on Wahlburgers. But before that, I was, I was out of work in between two jobs and uh, just posted on Facebook, like, anybody have anything, I'll do whatever. And John had always wanted to do a business podcast and, um, you know, wanted someone to help produce it. And so he called me in, and we had a very informal uh, meeting at the Books, and uh, Give Him the Biz was, was born. Yeah, I think the the opportunity that we saw was, look, business is – is a massive world, right? There's so many angles. There's so many businesses. There's so many things you have to deal with in the life of being in business. But there's this massive gap in sort of talking about the real life of being in business, right? You have these super intellectual academic folks who give you, like, PowerPoints with a lot of, like, sort of theoretical things that are really important, right? And, and Bill always says, I hope there's no math. <laughs> I say the same thing. <laughs> but there's a whole bunch of business that's about the interpersonal relationships, what it's like to actually try to find a job, get a job, keep a job, move up, start a company. There's all these things that are just the real part. And I said to Bill, who I know is hilarious, number one, um, two, super <laughs> entrepreneurial himself, and, and we'll sort of – I knew he would dive in. And three, actually my cousin, so I knew I could trust him. I was like, hey, like – Let's talk about that stuff, and let's try to mm-hmm. create a, a venue for people to learn about what it's actually like to start a company, what it's actually like to try to grow up in a company, to get a job and do all these other things, and that's that's sort of what we're trying to do every day. And that's, and that's, so, that's so important. We're, we're, we're trying here in Pittsburgh to kind of educate people what podcasts do, what they are, even because keep in mind, you're out in L.A. where people know a little bit about everything. You're kind of cutting mm-hmm. edge. In Pittsburgh, we're still teaching them what a podcast is. So we're fortunate that we have the following we do. But we're, still but we're still in the process of, of sort of trying to educate exactly how to even listen and as well as the other podcasts that, that are around. So I do know when yours first came out, you know, John spoke very highly, wanted me to hear it. Um, but my question is, when you're telling these stories, when you're discussing this, are you having guests on as well? Or is this between the two of you? How is that? How is the, the conversation going? We actually have a third co-host, uh, Katie Rotolo. Hey, Katie. We, we, we always say, Rotolo. Um, <laughs> and Katie joins us to, to handle the news, and she's sort of a co-producer with Bill. Um, and then we'll have guests, I would say, probably like 60% of the time. And we bring in like amazing people. Like Brendan Wallace is one of the most prolific venture capitalists in Los Angeles, has built and sold multi-hundred million dollar plus companies. Um, we had on Chris Pan, who founded My Intent, whose bracelets are worn by, like, you know, Jay-Z and Beyonce. And, and, and so we have amazing people come in and share their journeys in the hopes that folks can learn from them. But then we also just, the three of us just rap. I mean, Katie has a, a company that she started, Bill's experience in production, stunt stunt work, um, life. And then, you know, my my experience in trying to start a company, you know, we're a six-year-old company, we're 100 people, we've raised $55 million in venture capital. Wow. Um, and we sort of... We just banter and have a great time, and I think that's the. I think that's what makes us a little bit unique is that normally business content isn't fun. Um, exactly. One of the guys at Podcast One, where we're proudly a member of the network, said, "Like, look, you've managed to make business fun. 
that is not easy to do. So keep mm-hmm. doing that, and you're going to find an audience. Right. Right. That's a, that's a good point of advice. Yeah, I always look like glad it is. You know, I want to learn from people who who have the experience, whether I was doing my medical training or whatever it is. I want people to that have done this particular procedure a thousand times to teach me how to do it once. And the same with business. I want to know people who have their their hands dirty, right? Well, it has to be relatable, and it sounds like that's exactly what you have a handle on. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, we we try to cut co- – sorry, Bill. We try to cover things like, you know, hey, so you're, you're, you have conflict with the person that sits next to you. What do you do? Right? Do you just sit there and be miserable for the rest of your time in that job, or do you have a conversation? If you're going to have the conversation – how do you have the conversation? If you're trying to get a new job, how do you put forth the right sort of persona and the right profile? Um, if, if you're trying to start a company, what's the first thing you do, right? Those types right. of things that are very practically applicable. Um, and then just in the middle of that, we just mock each other, you know, incessantly. Incessantly, yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love yeah, the answer when Katie comes on and kind of gives you the news and you guys can sort of joke around like, like a morning radio. It's show. almost like DVE. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. She's our, she's our granola. We need, we need her to balance us out. <laughs> wait a second, wait a second. I need, to, I need to hit pause for one second because sure uh, I, we were just compared to DVE, and literally, it's probably the greatest <laughs> yeah. accolade I've ever seen. Yeah, we, we kind of just glanced over that, but thank, that's a high compliment. Thank you. Yeah, look, stop, stop the presses. Yeah. Business is like DVE, so, all right? Yeah. I achieved the mountaintop. I do nothing else in my life. Yep. There you go. Well, and I know we have to keep this brief because you guys have to do Christmas shopping, and we have to do holiday shopping here as well. But, you know, let's get into a couple of Pittsburgh things. What do you guys, when you come home to Pittsburgh, what are the things you have to do when you get back here? Uh, well, for me, uh, it can't be more than an hour after my plane has hit the ground. I need permanies in my mouth <laughs> immediately. Uh, that's my first stop always. Um that's the yeah, A number one for me, John. I really love, I got, I have little kids. I have, uh, three-year-old twins and a seven-year-old boy and I love taking them to Kennywood. That's oh, like, no, that's a good one. Like taking them to Kennywood and, and letting them and watching them experience what was such a big part of my childhood is, is super fun for me. I would say the other one is in Royal Ridge, there's this tiny little bar called Elwood's Pub, which when I was growing <laughs> up was a very seedy, very dark, very kind of shady place, but is now this amazing, sort of a hub of microbrews in the, in my little tiny town of, of Royal Ridge. And it's it's literally a stone's throw from my parents' house. I could hit it with a rock oh, from my oh, parents' wow. driveway. And so walking down there, I meet my buddy Ben. What's up, Ben, um, from high school. And we just, you know, we pound some really great beers sitting in my, my old hometown. So those are my two go-tos. You know, we did a uh, – we do – every year we do a um, – porch tour of our podcast where people enter to win they send us pictures of their porch we give them prizes and we take our crew out and we record our podcast from there with a band and everything and one of the days we did rural rich do you remember that it rained it it rained so hard and we had to be in the guys the girl's garage yeah yeah uh, yeah, that was so Rachel, you were in. I was, I was, was in Royal Ridge. Sort of yeah. No, I knew. Royal Ridge. I know. <laughs> I just, I just love how much play Royal Ridge is getting between our podcast <laughs> and this podcast now. Just incredible. <laughs> we're putting it on the map, Bill. It's going to be a big yep. thing. <laughs> it's going to be on the Travel Channel next. Yep. You wait. Yep. <laughs> the Rock City Airport will be full of. <laughs> 
Now, what about Pittsburgh in the transformation uh, context? Because obviously you guys were here during a time that we weren't known for all of these wonderful accolades that were sort of held in the light now. Uh, most livable city, a foodie town, no longer a coal town. What is that like when you're describing Pittsburgh to people, you know, in the on the West Coast? It's um, it's odd. You know, I, I left in 1996 to go to college, and I came. You know, I've been back every year since, and sometimes for for a stretch. But when I was leaving, Pittsburgh was a was a quote unquote dying city. The average age right. was increasing significantly every year. There was no future there. Everyone quote unquote had to leave, and right. the transformation has been so astounding. Um, but the but the brand is still old school Pittsburgh, like. People have to be educated about what Pittsburgh is like today. The startup scene is 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 amazing. The food scene is is crazy. Actually, a, a buddy of mine from high school, Matt Porco, um, runs a couple of like sort of those those restaurants that get accolades, and I see it all the time on Facebook. Right. Um, right. But the transformation is pretty amazing. But I would say that the average person that isn't from or doesn't have a tight friend from the Berg doesn't know how much has changed in the last you know twenty years or so. Right. right. And that's what, that's yeah. what we do on our podcast. You know, we educate people about what Pittsburgh was, what it is, and all of the wonderful things in between. I mean, we love the fact that we can interview, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster, but we can also talk to the saxophone guy on the side of the, the bridge uh, when you come out of a PNC party. <laughs> and then we talk to the guy who creates a robotic uh, device that your Apple, your iPhone can talk to your radial arm saw when it right. takes measurements. Right. You know, that right. kind of thing. It's oh. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. That's awesome. Before we get to the question of the day, where does everybody find you guys? I know it's dukes.com as far as uh, the website for the flowers, but where does everybody find you guys on Twitter, Instagram, whatever that is? Because we're going to put the links in the show notes. Um, so you can find us on at, at give them the biz, G-I-V-E-M-T-H-E-B-I-Z, on you know, essentially across social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Um, you can find me at John G. Tabas um, on, on Twitter, on Instagram, um, and LinkedIn is probably the place where I'm most easily um, connected to. Um, and then, you know, on, on for the podcast, you know, search Give Them the Biz or John Tabas, um, Give Them the Biz on, um, on iTunes. Or um, in Google, if you, if you type in, you know, Podcast One, Give Them the Biz, will pop up and everything's just streamable from their website as well. My personal Instagram is... Uh, at Billy Hill 31, which is uh, an ode to uh, White Man Can't Jump from uh, way back when. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you can find us all on, on Instagram and then Twitter, like John said, on uh, Give Him the Biz, T I V E M T H E B I Z. You know, we forgot to ask you really a good question, an important question about the podcast. It's like asking the most horrible question ever of a parent, like, who's your favorite kid? But who has been your favorite guest on your podcast for each of you? John? That's easy for John. Yeah, you know, um, I, I, look, we've had some amazing people already. Um, I would say that my my favorite times are, are just rapping with, with Bill and Katie because we have so much fun. But mm-hmm. from an external guest perspective, uh, Brendan Wallace was our first guest. Um, that was just, a, for me, just a fundamentally amazing one-and-a-half-hour conversation, learning about his journey. This guy's prolific. Like, this guy climbs mountains. He has founded, you know, one of the largest venture capital funds in Los Angeles. And he, and I don't know how old he is, but he's probably like 33 or something. Um, just wow. such an amazing success at such a young age. And at the same time, one of the kindest human beings you'll ever meet. 
So I would go with Brendan, but you know, it's 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 definitely tough to to choose a favorite. Yeah. Billy, well, it's easy for me. Um, it's John's parents, which he didn't pick as his favorite guest, but I'll do it. Uh, Judge and Ray, one of my favorites. Uh, recent ones, I didn't listen. Yeah, to it was two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we had we had John's parents on the podcast, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I can't uh, I can't be that much of a homer. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of homers, here's the question of the day. Okay, so we're keeping it simple, and obviously it's holiday season. So we want your most favorite cherished Pittsburgh memory uh, at the holiday time. Um, okay, I got I got mine pretty quickly. I'm going to get the year wrong. But there was a year when I was probably like seven-ish, so call it 84, 85, where we had a massive blizzard. I mean, it was massive. And and you guys could probably quickly fact-check that. But um, I want to say we had like three, four foot of like sort of fresh powder in the backyard to the point where we could build igloos and live inside of them. <laughs> um, and it was right around Christmas time. And, uh, and we just hold up in our home for like a week or whatever. And me and my sisters, who are a couple years older than me and my, and my cousins and all the cousins spent so much time sled riding, building igloos, building tunnels, um, having massive snowball wars. That, whatever year that was, that was my quintessential sort of childhood experience. I know it's not necessarily about Christmas, but, but that yeah. was absolutely I- the best. John, I love the fact that you gave us credit for fact-checking anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, guys, I am I am easily over five eleven, and I'm uh, a, a, a strapping twenty eight years old. So. <laughs> Well, I'm actually um, trying to place the year because I I think we're around the same age, and I'm thinking I don't remember. That being, that being that young and that snow, I remember the blizzard when it was like ninety-three. Three, yeah, yeah. St. Patrick's Day, yeah. yeah. That, was, yeah. that was a pretty bad. Uh, Billy, your Billy, your memory? Was it? A, I'm sorry. Was it a favorite childhood memory or just a favorite Christmas memory in general? Christmas in the Berg. Um. Well, I would say it was probably two. Was it two or three Christmases ago now? Um, mine's a little hard stringy, but. When I moved to California, my grandfather, who, John, you knew, uh, was very, very old school. Very, he loved me, but he was very old school, and he thought I was crazy for moving to California to do acting and stunts. And he would ask me every week, Billy, when are you coming home? When are you going to stop this nonsense and come home? And here I am uh-huh. now, 15 years later. I'm, I'm still there. I'm still doing it. But about three years ago, I came home. I was working on a show uh, down in Mobile, Alabama. I came home for the holidays. And uh, I was sitting with my grandfather, and he was not doing on emotions uh, outwardly. And he sat down with me, and he said, hey, I just want to let you know that I'm proud of you, and I'm proud of you for sticking it out, and you've really done something special, so good job. And uh, and that was the last uh-huh. Christmas that we had. That was the last Christmas we had with him. So it was wow. pretty, uh, pretty amazing. That was a great story. Thanks. That's awesome. It's the igloo. I got to tell you. They're just different brands of happiness. That's right. And we will not fact check that either. Okay. Well, very good. John Tabas, as we know, it's not Tabas, as I said earlier. John Tabas, thank you very much for coming. And Billy, thank you for organizing this. And oh, uh, thanks so much. When you guys are yeah. really appreciate Not it. for Christmas, make sure you give us a holler. Yeah, yeah definitely will. Thank you guys, John and Rachel. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yes. Steelers. We three kings of three rivers are carrying our gifts from near and far. 
Where's my chair? I can't park my car. Somebody stole my spot. Oh, oh, chair of wonder, chair of might, chair with royal beauty bright. West end leaving, still proceeding, looking for my chair. Happy so again, holiday. thanks for listening to this special episode of the Jagoff Podcast. Those of you who listen every week know that we go to people's porches, we go to people's fireplace, which is we are on the fireplace tour as we speak now, yeah. and we have a couple of good ones coming up. But this episode, we decided to just chill out and drive around. Come on! Oh, my God. Anyway, so uh, here we go. The driving continues. I know. The driving. So, the road age. Yeah, make sure you listen to the Jagoff Podcast every week. On uh, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, iTunes, uh, and uh, iHeartRadio app. And every Thursday on the River's Edge, 10 o'clock. Right. And remember, Total Sports Enterprises is the only place you want to be to get your black and gold items. Just turn in that sweater that Aunt Mabel got you, right? You didn't like it anyways. Yeah. Go trade it in, take the money, and go to Total Sports Enterprises and get get something cool that's signed, like a helmet by James Conner, Right. Right. And, of course, continue patroning the Steelers, the Penguins, and the Pirates and get all of your black and gold needs at tseshop.com.